The intermediate line advises a language and concept warning for the entire show. Hello! Welcome to the intermediate line. You are here for great joy and happiness, I believe. Listen to my friends, Mr. Christopher and Mr. You know, Tollman, Voltsy. We are coming to you from, like, Australia. Listen, it is good, good for you. It will make you happy, you may cry, you may laugh. But, overall, have a good time. Be good. Okay, here are the boys now. This episode of The Intermediate Line is brought to you by Manic Tackle Project, the only company who knows fly fishing as well as you do. And Beast Brushes, Australian-made brushes and dubbing, professionally graded natural materials, plus a full shop for all of your fly tying needs at beastbrushes.com. You're on, Jeffo. Hey, man. How you doing? Good, thanks, Sport. Yourself? Yeah, yeah. Not too bad, eh? Not too bad. Welcome back been? to joining us. There another week, listeners. You're welcome. You're at the coffee table in Beast Studio. Time. You all coffeeed up, mate? Uh, I've had I've had a little bit of the um, brown gold, mate. Mm-hmm. Midnight brown. Midnight brown, yeah. Yeah, yeah I had uh, had a mug of uh, my favourite coffee bag at the moment. It's Robert Tim's uh, Colombian. He's fa- the Colombian oh. gold. <laughs> Man, you guys are fancy, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we don't do, like, what is it, Nescafe or Macona? I, I have you- Blend 43 from Gimpy. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Nah, mate, yeah. it's been good. I um, <clears throat> I read something um, pretty interesting the other day that I wanted to um, uh, approach on the podcast with you. All right. uh, you might have heard... Um, you might have heard that uh, you know, like there's there's strong theory out there that octopuses or octopi, if you like, um, 
there's a strong theory that they were seeded here from a, an alien life form. Have you yeah. heard that? No, I haven't heard that, but listen, I'll indulge this. No it's, it, no, it's true. It's 100% true. That's right. uh, I mean, it's not true that it's happened, but there's there's good um there's good there's there's decent amount of evidence to support that theory apparently but it's completely unprovable it's just that they're so they're so different from any other animal on earth and um yeah. in the same place where, where well actually not in the same place i read that but along the same um lines of research i read somewhere uh which which is the interesting part that i thought you might find um you know interesting given yeah. your recent fear that you've announced is that monkeys are um and not as they seem as well really what's the theory that they well, might that you, you might yeah. you, you might have like a um a sensitivity to that animal because you might be i mean you might be like a natural medium <laughs> you know you, yeah right so you're implying that perhaps i were genetically linked a bit closer than normal to a monkey or a oh no no i mean it, it's pretty clear that you, you know you bridge that gap between um primates <laughs> there with your pelt but no i mean a medium pelt, like john yeah. edwards oh yeah 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 um yeah. you know um because i heard that that monkeys are actually um are actually the people in purgatory that's what they reckon this these um what? they reckon that uh they're, they're ne they've not gone up or down they're just they're just human souls that are are, um, are are destined to roam the earth and um, and have not have the ability to communicate with with uh, with humans although they try to and they interact with. Now I wonder if that's got something to do with your your fear of those monkeys. Have you heard this theory? Oh, I haven't heard this theory. No, no. Hey, hey. Yeah, what? Purgatory. <laughs> are you listening to what I'm saying here, man? Yeah. It's pretty bloody scary, dude. They're little demons. Little, they are little demons, man. What's with their fang teeth, man? My my worst nightmare would be waking up in the African savannah, being surrounded by a troop of baboons. You know, <laughs> those things scare me, mate. You know what? Most blue uh, ass demons. Yeah, <laughs> are they blue or red? Oh, I don't know. Oh, look, I don't know. They're they, they're pretty scary. They got serious fangs on them. I'd run from a baboon. Um, I would. I'd run from a orangutan and gorilla naturally, but I'd fight mm -hmm. the rest. I would stand and fight. Yeah. What would be your yeah. go-to move, mate? Left, right, left hook, or something like that, or just uh, just a full front push kick to the face? Yeah, yeah. It'd be headshots. Um, you got to avoid the chest area because they're, they're, you know, obviously they're swinging from trees all day. They're going to be they're going to be strong as, but yeah. yeah, anything sensitive, you know, in the ribs and below. So mm. yeah, I'd, I'd be raining punches down on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, these, these are um, these are gibbons and stuff like that, right? Persimians and stuff like that. That's what you're planning on taking on, right? <laughs> not pl I'm not planning on taking them on. I'm just saying, you know, in, in that circumstance, I'd, you know, you know, I'd fight. I'd probably find a weapon too. Like, these yep. things are pretty smart. I've I've seen um, Kong versus uh, Godzilla. That was pretty good. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and Kong was actually the good guy in that. Um, Look. Yeah. Let me let me put a theory to it then. Let, let's say you were in um, you know, you were you were at, uh, hang on, let me let me, let's say let's say you were at a friend's wedding in Thailand, right? And you guys um, and and you had one uh, one friend that was uh, sorry, you know, did you say did you say Thailand? No, I didn't say Thailand. 
<laughs> so you had a friend's wedding in Thailand and you guys had these drinks and you woke up, one dude had a, like a tattoo on his face and he claimed to be a dentist and stuff like that. Would you would you hang out with any monkeys there? <laughs> nah, man. I, I know that movie you're talking about, Hangover 2. Look, I've I never think, heard of it. Oh, right. Yeah, well, that's remarkably similar storyline to... Oh, really? It happened to, it happened to a friend of a friend of mine. Nah, oh, really? third cousin yep. removed. Was his, uh, he was the dentist, right? His name was Phil? Yeah, Phil. We couldn't show his face. I never <laughs> saw his face, in fact. <laughs> he, ended up, he ended up with the demon inside of him, remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those damn monkeys, hey? Yeah, everything was going well till that monkey appeared. They, they actually, um, that monkey was responsible for him getting into a... Um, a shootout, I think, or, or they're getting chased by uh, drug drug gangsters anyway. So, yeah, yeah, I'll have to um, I'll have to watch that movie, man. It sounds riveting, but really good. I think we've taken up for people's enough time for a fly fishing podcast to talk about uh, demon monkeys and you know, <laughs> trips to trips to Thailand. What do you say we get into the fly fishing aspect of it? Yeah, mate. Yeah, <laughs> this is your first time listening to our podcast. <laughs> this is pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Look- no, it is. I uh, know. It's not sorry. I'm. Oh, yeah. I don't it's not, know. Sorry, not sorry. Just sorry. Sorry for disappointing you. But look, the um, went fishing on the weekend, mate. And that was my was, next question. Did you go fishing on the weekend? Yeah, it was a trip from. I won't say trip from hell because fishing, fishing's fun always. But this sometimes is less fun than others, and this was a less fun day. So. So, um, so what happened, did, mate? Did it did, um, it? did it start when you got in the water? No, it started before we went to water, got on the water. We're on oh, our way there, it was an electric, electric only dam. And um, anyway, uh, old mate whose boat it was, he he'd taken off the smokey and put uh, put an electric on on the front and the back. Um, and uh, on the way there, um, we heard this noise and said, what was that? I didn't remember hitting anything. We looked in his rearview mirror and there's his Minn Kota, you know, this in in the dawn light. It's sort of like half light there and there's his Minn Kota sort of like coming to rest on the road and like holy shit anyway uh-huh. so he hadn't put it on properly um and it uh luckily he hadn't done the battery terminals because it would have ripped that out too but it just sort of bounced off but it did land on the transducer it was one of the side imaging transducers so a nice big thick one and just snapped that clean off on its way I'm sorry to- could you could you pronounce that um adjective of what that was like a bit bit clearer maybe enunciated a bit better i think some people listening probably um heard probably there probably might be a um you know if you poll people they probably all a lot of people have probably heard different words there so what kind of transducer was it side imaging transducer uh, uh, uh you call it a big what one uh, i don't recall it's sort of like big it's sort of like long no let's let's pr- proceed yeah overruled yeah so uh it just landed on that, snapped it clean off. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're pretty, pretty fucked. But anyway, we we put on the the electric back on, tightened it up this time, got on the water, and um, anyway, we'd pushed off from the ramp, um, use the ele- electric, like turned it on, and it's like, you know, it was making noise, but the the um, we weren't getting any propulsion. Then we realised that when it landed on the road, the shear pin inside the um, the prop had snapped, and so, um, so it was just like this the spindle was spinning but the prop wasn't moving right correct yeah i know a few people like that <laughs> yeah so luckily we uh we had the one on the front right but yep um the bow mount yeah the bow mount had been borrowed from um, this and one of these guys mates and um 
and he hadn't allowed enough clearance for it to properly deploy. <laughs> so it's just huh. got to, yeah, I know. Um, and we're blowing away from the from the ramp pretty rapidly, but Wait, luckily. Okay. So you're saying you're saying that where the bow mount was mounted onto the boat when you deployed it, it the the stem of the electric motor hit the gunnel. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just it wasn't locking in and it was it was sitting out on an angle, right? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Luckily we'd just get the tip of the prop, like a, maybe half the prop onto the water and just got oh, back, back that to was the like spraying <laughs> <laughs> That was just like spraying up water. Yeah. The whole, yeah. Oh <laughs> man. And what great. was the uh, what was the mood like in the boat at this point? Oh, uh, look, the guy I fish with, I'm not gonna bring his name up because he's 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 good. But yeah, we, we just fucking laughed. It's you know, we, we, we get getting out on the water was was um, you know we had a serious mission on our mind, but uh, obviously that went out the window when the transducer broke, so there wasn't going to be any bass fishing. And I'd stayed up late, late as you know, I'd bought all that uh, vampire material off you, mm. and um, yeah, I stayed up late the night before tying up a you know a bunch of vampires and um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be used man <laughs> oh man yeah so i bet you anyway. loved that i bet you were just like pump time bass vampires yeah fuck it's so so satisfying isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh man that's that's um well that, that comes in threes right that's three yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah and we didn't catch anything and anyway yeah it was um it was a lot of fun uh off the water at midday I only had one hit and fishy edges and um, had, a, had a good laugh, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, it's not always uh, it's not always success. We put it down to the grind. Yeah. Hey, that's that's a real uh, grinder moment there, mate. <laughs> yeah, man, I see what you did. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's that's heavy. Like, uh, you know, um, disappointing, but I guess you know, like the um, the frustration would have gone out the window as soon as that transducer broke in my mind as well just would have been like oh well whatever happens happens at this point i mean you're kind of you're kind of needle in a haystack trying to fish for bass this time of year without a without a transducer without a sound array really oh yeah 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 all you yep. can do then is uh try and work on your uh, best jokes and uh, compliments to whoever you're fishing with <laughs> i like the way you ironed your shirt it, it's a very well very you know some nice creases <laughs> things like that that's always a good one i like to break out in the morning when things aren't working very well yeah yeah it is yeah. It sets the mood mate it's a polite way to set the mood everyone appreciates a comment on their um on their sartorial elegance you know it's just fucking look at you you know as if you give a shit anyway yeah i love your riparian jacket <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's correct that's it right is. i know I'm, yeah. I'm confident with it yeah, riparian is just an incorrect way to say it. Yeah, yeah, it's all riparian. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, that's interesting, mate. Well, talking about uh, the spindle spinning, but the prop not turning. Uh -huh. um, you know, we've got a, we've got an interesting guest on tonight. He's a returning guest. He is. We it's a it's a rare honour to have a returning guest on the intermediate line. We try to keep is. things fresh, but this guy is a subject area expert on his mm -hmm. local area. Yeah, yep. West New Zealand. West New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I mean, we, were, well, we probably shouldn't give away too much in regards to that. Like, I mean, people are probably thinking, I'm not aware of West New Zealand. I reckon you are. Yeah, the West Island. It's just got a different name to what you used to. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely, mate. It's um, it's not really known as a party place, that's for sure. But we're not a party podcast, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I like to look at it, mate. Yeah. My that's... glass is always half full. Thank you. That's that's refreshing, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, look, uh, what do you say we uh, we get him on, eh? Let's do it. Just a short intro, mate. It was good to hear about you with Tales of Woe, and we learn about monkeys and octopuses, or octopi, depending yes. on what part of the country you're from. Well, here's a question. Do your research for next week. What's the plural of platypus? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Whoever answered that correctly, Volti will give you um, two reels and a rod. Nah, just, just a free nah, that's what he said. Two bass reels vampire. and a rod. Yeah. Well, a bass va- and a bass vampire, as you say. <laughs> just one bass vampire. Yeah. <laughs> and half a transducer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got chucked up the bank. Yeah, yeah well, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you can offer as a prize... GPS coordinates for half a transducer. <laughs> Sounds good, man. <laughs> yeah. Have you been attacked by any birds yet? No, have you? Yeah, I've been attacked by plovers or twice so far already this this uh, late winter. What? What happened? Well, I was just walking along, whistling, um, you know, uh, Hazy Shade of Winter by the Bangles, and um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I um, I got I got you know felt a rush of air because I had um, yeah, you know, such such magnificent tone going in my uh, bellowing whistle that uh, I couldn't hear the bird coming, and I noticed that it was a masked lapwing that was uh, that was um, trying to intimidate me. And I went, "Damn you, plover!" Uh, so I had to stand it. You know, the best way to um, you know stop those birds from being uh, mischievous, if you like, is to stand your ground and stare at them right in those beady fucking yellow eyes, mate. Yeah, right. Mate, it was a Mexican standoff for a while, man. But it, you know, it just they just got real close, and then they pulled up, and they just they just come really close to you. But those those birds have got spines. I've never heard of anyone getting hit by those spines. But yep. the masked lapwing actually has, um, you know, spurs if you like on the on the tips of its on the on its shoulders if you like on the wing. Yeah. Did you know that? Oh, I did. I. Yeah, they're called spur wing plovers. I always knew them as that. But, yeah. No, they're they're called masked lapwing lapwings. Okay, cool. Yeah. I googled a photo. What's with that? I've always wondered about that yellow sort of scrotal looking skin that hangs off their face. You know? Yeah, I, I I guess that's. I don't understand why they call it a lapwing. Like you could be called a, like a flat face, a mask. Mm. Well, I guess it's the mask part, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's um yeah looks like that dude off um, Fat Albert with the uh, with the beanie Dan Average Mushmouth is it? <laughs> I don't know, man. But it sounds funny. I just found a photo of it on Google Google Images, uh, and it shows the spurs coming out of the wing, man. And they look savage. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I, I I reckon that thing because I looked around. There was a like they nest on the ground. Like they they got the sketchiest nests. Nests say so, like they really need to get their shit together and get a loan or something, eh? Because they're yeah. just on the ground. They could have picked a picked a uh, you know a tree and been much safer, but that's why they're so aggressive. There was uh, little hatchlings. It was really early, so it's a really early spring coming, eh? Yeah, well, if if Mother Nature makes the spur, sorry, the lap, the mask, what was it lapwing mask? M- masked lap lapwing. <laughs> lap. <laughs> if, it, if Mother Nature makes them plovers go go hatch out early, mate, there's uh, it's a sure sign spring's on its way. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm actually still looking at the photo of it, man. Those things are scary as any monkey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maggie's worrying me more. Maggie, um, I've, yeah. I've 
I've been clipped a few times and, and had blood drawn on me before with magpies. Magan. Yeah. Yeah. The Swoopy Boys. Swoopy Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the internet sensation name. Um all right, well look, let's let's get um let's get our guest on. Okay, cool. And we'll talk about tales of faraway lands. Burn the candle at both ends. It's only a short candle, too, from what I've been told. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. Are you telling us that uh, you've got a short candle but a, uh, a long wick? Is that what you mean? <laughs> anyway, Vols, that's enough about you, mate. Welcome back, fellas and guests and ladies and <laughs> listeners. God damn it, that crept up. Uh, we're back with our guest, Rob Dan Costello. How are you, mate? Good. How you going? Good, thanks, mate. So, um, no, that's not fair. It's Dan Costello. You know. Dan Costello, and he's been on before. What have you been up to since we last had you on, Dan? Uh, plenty. Plenty been going on. Tell yeah. us one thing then. Um, I know that um, McDonald's employees, <laughs> and this is not a sponsor. Is it the sponsor? Uh, it'd be great if they were, eh? Yeah. They, um, they were searching for a pay rise, a minimum pay rise of 15 bucks. Um, no, I got married. Got married Ooh, in... Oh, uh, congratulations. Do you like well the done, woman? mate. Yeah. Got yeah. that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you feel like it was a chore or something? Uh, be careful what you say here, mate. This could... Um, yeah, I've just got to be careful what I say there. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to give you an opportunity to... No, it was really good. Well, um, well played. <laughs> All your friends and family in the run, one room and uh, at once. Very rarely that, that happens, so it's good. Oh, you're, you're saying all the right things, mate. Well done. Yeah. Taking the opportunity you, to be on an international broadcast and talk about how good your uh, your wedding was and to have all your family in the one room. Yep. We know that's not possible. <laughs> and the beer was cold and the wedding was right next to a dam that had trout in it, so even better. Were, were they rising? Um, yeah, it was very distracting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, it's funny you should talk about the uh, the fish down there on a fishing podcast because, mate, thinking of um, making a trip down there to um, to uh, the Western Island down there, and um, uh, we're pretty keen to run some ideas, partially because I've never been there before. Um, and um, so, yeah, well, it's um, yeah, me and Vols are thinking of heading down just on a. Um, on a uh, a quick holiday, you know, to catch some trout, we want to we want to get it done, and maybe we'll film a vlog and stuff like that down there. What do you think, Volts? That's a, probably a good idea, hey? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a great idea, mate. Really mm. good idea. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. gonna we're gonna leave from Brisbane up here. We're we're out of the COVID belt. You guys aren't in the COVID belt either, from what I hear, right? No, we're we're pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we're pretty lucky up here too. So I think that um yeah that travel's possible for the time being. Um, yeah. I don't really want to make a joke about that, to be honest with you. Like, it's, um, it's pretty bad what's happening to those states, and I hope it clears up really soon. I really do, but uh, on a somber note. But um, but until then, we can go to New Zealand, uh, Tasmania. God, I nearly draw that. But um, uh, And you guys can come here too, I guess, yeah? Oh, probably not. Or Kenya? Or could we do that? Does anyone know uh, that? There's a little bit of a hop, skip, and a jump, I think. Yeah. Um, airports, but it's possible. Yeah, but yeah, so there's no. I mean, we're we're traveling from a non-hot zone to a, a non-hot zone. 
So it's possible, I guess. Yeah. Mm. That's probably. I guess that's the first point of research. I guess before we could, we, we could, we could pretty much stop the podcast right here. We might not get past there, but let's not. Let's just assume that we can get there. And yeah, assume, assume, everything's all good. Assume we can land straight into Auckland, Wellington. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you fly into Wellington or Auckland? Um, Launceston or Hobart. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. No, that, yep. that's all right. So, so well, which, which island of the mainland? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, I've got the airports wrong. There's probably more than two over there, I guess. But um, 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 but when you so, which one would you recommend? Like, if you're going to be, oh, well, I guess we don't really know where to fish yet or anything like that, you know. So, um, it, what? airport would you recommend flying into to fish what area um i recommend lonnie which is sort of central yep central you can get i guess for an airport yep um, launceston i should say not lonnie yeah yeah no we know what you mean mate has his slang going on yeah yeah that's that's probably my pick um and then you can sort of branch out from there depending on where you want to end up fishing mm-hmm. um, in saying that tassie's not that big you know we don't have to drive very far to get to certain lakes or rivers that you want to fish. Well, that's that's sort of one of the questions I've got coming up. But I wanted to know, I mean, when I fly into Lonnie, would I expect to hear Slice of Heaven playing over the PA there or what? Yeah, you'll still get the um, sniffer dog smelling your, you know, Abel Reel and all that. So that's oh, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. What are they sniffing for, mate? Sniffing for apples or what? Yeah, apples and bananas and... Um, quails, that sort of thing. Quails. Oh, like the, the quails. Why would they sniff at quails? Uh, <laughs> is that a seasickness tablet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. sort of thing. No. Um, <laughs> mainly just um, fruit, illegal substances, that sort of thing. We're yeah. pretty strict on biosecurity down here, and I'm glad, glad we are. Mm. We're pretty unique in um, some of the species of fish that we've got here, native species and and flora and fauna and all that. So, yeah. Yep. You yeah. guys have got that pretty unique bird there, like with that little lamb bird with a long snout. Was it like a like a penguin with feathers sort of thing? Uh, yeah. What's that called? <laughs> I don't know. Kiwi. Oh. Is it a yeah. kiwi? Yeah, it's a kiwi, yeah. isn't it? Kiwi. No. no, we don't have kiwis here. Huh. <laughs> I, I thought they were all over Tasmania. <laughs> so it's my bad, man. I apologize. They probably um, when when you get into Tasmania, like I mean, um, I mean the, the accent difference. Not. I mean, how do you guys say six? You guys say sucks, don't you? Or stuff like that. No? Say six. Yeah. I've got the right place, right? Yeah. <laughs> not, In- not really. <laughs> no, that's all right. I'm, uh, that's all right. I mean, it's not important. I mean, I, I'm. We can all understand each other. I mean, you, I don't even notice your accent at all. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. just have to um, slow everything down to compensate for the Queensland. <laughs> yeah, Delayed. yeah, you're right. In in Chris's yeah. defence, I think I think both New Zealand and Tasmania have a have a Queenstown, right? Yes, that's well, true. There you go. Yeah, huh. we can um, tick off the list. <laughs> I'm still not convinced. <laughs> Things we've got in common: trout, yeah. Queenstown. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, Rob, you mentioned that um, that uh, you know, like, there's not you don't have to drive very far from um, from these airports after you've been sniffed out. 
yeah, is it advisable to rent a car or can you could you Uber somewhere to a town where you could you know venture on foot quite easily? I mean, how much um, are we gonna? I'm just looking to how much we're gonna get away from. There's not a lot of um, coin in the old uh, intermediate line budget, you know. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. You, you need to hit up your sponsors then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! As if they'd um, as if they'd help us out. Um, <laughs> no, you probably um, it's I'd run it so you hire a car. Um, yep. Be a bit more independent um, of taxis and mates tripping you around. Sorry, mate. I'm sure they would give you a lift here and there, but they'd probably get sick of it. <laughs> yeah, no, mm. no doubt. See, the, the only thing I'm hanging up on that is the mates thing. Um, I'll be with Volsi. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. And um, <laughs> that's if you create security at the airport, you know? Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, I could. He, I mean, he would easily pass as a rugby player. He's probably pretty, um, pretty at home in in your country over there. Really? You know? They just probably tell him to slow down and stop being so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out, Ross. Jesus. That's probably a, that's probably a homage to uh, Balchi, actually. Oh yeah, like yeah, the sniffer dogs would hang around him for sure. <laughs> I've no doubt in my mind. Um. Bench. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, once we get there, okay, so we're, you know, we've ascertained that we would fly into Launceston, we would, uh, we'd rent a car, um, you know, like, uh, you know, the, where, where would you recommend us to go? Like, I mean, like for, for, I know Valtteri's caught trout before. I've caught a, I've caught a couple in, um, in the COVID belt in a long time ago. Um, but I really know nothing about it. I don't know how much Valtteri knows. He, he probably knows more than he lets on, but, um, this is, let's just assume that, we, you know, like we're like Sergeant Schultz, mate. We know nothing, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where would we go? Where would you recommend for non-advanced fly fishing pleasures of of what that land has to offer? I would go to the fly shop <laughs> as a first stop. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I, I, I'm sort of th- – I was more thinking of, of locations to sort of set up, you know, to create his home base for – to you know, experience the fishing um, yeah. and, and if there's a fly shop nearby, you know? Yeah. yeah. So Lonnie is a pretty big city. You could probably pick up. We do Airbnbs. You do cheap motels, hotels or cabins, things like that, caravan parks. All in the uh, city? Yeah, yeah on the, in the outskirts, yeah. Yep. I mean, Maybe. how big is this place? I mean, like it's, it's, it's sounding... Like to me, you're painting a picture. Like we could, we could pull up anywhere in Launceston and be 20 minutes from any fishery. Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Pretty much. Um, you can get off. Volta. You can yeah. get off the plane, and there's a there's a well-known river in Evandale where the airport is um, called the South Esk, and it's one of the second biggest rivers in Tassie, and uh, pretty good fishing too. So you know, you can you can literally step off the plane. Throw your waders on, um, have a quick biscuit or coffee or whatever, and you know, be fishing. <clears throat> My question is as well: Do I need a vest, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's not compulsory, but it is advised. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why? Carry dories. You, yeah, you just carry more things. Yeah. Yeah. How much stuff do you need? Like, I mean, I'm coming from like 
you know, Queensland, where, you know, you, you've obviously already laid into us about being slow. But, you know, like if I go fishing somewhere I know what I'm going to target, I'm just taking a, like a couple of flies and a, and a spool of leader. What else do I need for trout? That's pretty much all you need. I mean, I don't need a vest for that. I just need a po- pair of boardies with a pocket in it. Yeah. Yeah. You get away with that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to look out of place? Am I going to get kicked out of New Zealand if I just rock up fishing in boardies? Uh, they'd probably actually be more keen to have a chat to you and see what you're up to if you look okay. n- unnormal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what they, if I feel pick normal? Out, they pick out Queensland is pretty quick down here, so. Mm. Do they? <laughs> Do you get many down there, mate? Um, not sure. I haven't ran into many. <laughs> yeah, they do. They've got a tan. Yeah, okay. Song tan. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, it's just, I'm just thinking of the reverse of when you see Tas- Taswegians up here, you know? Yeah, yep. They, they look like they've um, come back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go to the bottle shop and just ask for, like, I don't know, Forex gold or something? Why wouldn't you? What, what <laughs> else would you ask for? I don't know. Cascade, <laughs> Cascade or snuff. I don't know. I, I, I used to live in Jindabyne and I went, uh, I got Forex from the bottle at the Aspen Hotel there and it was premium and it was covered in dust and the dude didn't even know he had it. It was, um, yeah. it was wild. That was a long time ago. That was, that was in the early nineties. They probably, that was probably the last time they bought a box of Forex in, yeah. um, in Jindabyne. Yeah. Yep. And look at them now, hey? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we win. <laughs> well you know lonnie, okay so we, sorry very town um lonnie's not that big really i mean you guys have got some pretty big cities over there um mm. in queensland i'm talking about but we got about eighty thousand people in lonnie yep. so yeah. you know it's not you're not gonna rub shoulders with everyone mm. not in this climate anyway <laughs> yeah, everyone's inside. Yeah, everyone's inside. Um, yeah. Sanitising their flight-tying bitch or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so now we've, what we've got covered is where to fly into. We know that we need to rent a car, and we could we could pretty much get accommodation anywhere in, in Launceston. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, it depends how cheap you want to go. Like, um, you know, I'm going to base this on... A similar scenario to back in 2015, 14, maybe when I went to New Zealand. You know, we we did a Povo uni trip over there, me and a mate, and we just went cheap as cheap and it did the job. So you can probably pick up, you know, a cabin in a caravan park for, I don't know, 50, 60 bucks a night. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Or, or do, whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> take it to the caravan park. Um, well, we, we just take this recording. That'll work. Take, yeah, I mean, you're not going to spend a, not, a lot of time there. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the, the main thing you want to do is go fishing. So you come back to rest and make a cup of coffee in the morning and head out again, really. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. Okay, so you're basically saying, you, you know, we don't really, we don't need to sample the delights of the accommodation. We're, we're there to fish, which is which is true, you know. Um so yeah right okay so okay so well then just going back over it and, and i apologize to the listeners to recap this uh again and again but 
just going over so we, we know we're flying into we got the kind of, and so that was that's a bit of a weird thing like it's um you can just it just seems to be you, you expect to be like go to um i don't know man um you know you say go to go to canterbury or something like that that, that town um just south of Launceston, well, i imagine right or, or something like that some sort of suburb of Launceston, somewhere there it just seems like a big vague area but the reason you're saying that is what because there's this there's that much water to fish around the area is that right yeah yeah there's a few rivers in the area you yep. can get you started um like i said ranging from big big uh you know cobblestone rivers such as the south esk or you know little headwaters up, up towards um ben lomond which is just a mountain range in the area mm. um and then all the little twig water creeks off that so there's a few you know options there depending on <clears throat> the weather at the time or how you feeling how jet lagged you are yeah because <laughs> of the trip down yeah yeah oh yeah well the time difference is pretty big right um yeah yeah <laughs> i had to do this joke i really said that the joke i've done before it's 8 49 here <laughs> in ni- 1997 there no, same clock hey <laughs> <laughs> uh, dan given that we're coming down in about a month mm. you know uh for the sake of this podcast um <clears throat> what are you talking about <laughs> hypothetically <laughs> already, already, already booked the tickets yeah <laughs> what sort of uh what sort of fishing can we find you know we're likely to find available in you know that'll probably be the middle of spring or thereabouts right yeah so, what sort of um start with trout fishing um what what styles or and locations are at their best at, at that time of year and then um after that we'll look at salt water yeah okay um it's sort of ramping up about then. So we've just, just opened up into a new season. Um, I think we talked about it on the last episode, but the season is roughly August to April. Yep. Um, so we've pretty much in the smack bang of the opening a few weeks ago. Um, we've had plenty of rain in our catchments. Um, we're similar to like Victoria and probably most of the southern Australia in like it's a hydro scheme setup, mm-hmm. so lots of impoundments and um, we call them dams, but you guys call them impoundments. Um, and off those are you know tar waters and, and rivers and streams. Off that again, um, mm. so if you're coming down here in spring, things are really ramping up. Then you know the water's starting to warm up a bit. Um, things are starting to wriggle and um move around on the riverbed in terms of food yep. for the fish the trout um you know um fish fish are pretty opportunistic so yeah up to spring they'll be searching for bait fish all that sort of thing in the shallows but it really starts to ramp up um in the spring when um particularly the white baits start to come up the rivers from saltwater yeah um which is a pretty exciting sort of period. So, um, yeah, right. if, I, if I was yeah advising you fellas to to go fishing, I'd be trying to target some of those big sea runners that are in the estuaries around the coast. That sounds pretty that, exciting, mate. Is it, so, what, yeah. is that brackish or salt? Uh brackish. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so we got two two main bait, white bait sort of species. I don't know the names of them, but it's two two main ones that run. 
down here first in um, August or now, and then again in spring, so September, October, maybe November, depends on the rain, really, and the river flow yeah. before they push up. Yeah, and you can get some really exciting fishing, um, uh, whether, whether it's from a shore or, or drift boat or kayak or, you know, if you come over from Queensland, you'd probably be on foot, so you'd be walking up the, the river bank. But oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Do we need to wear shoes? Um, depends how you go with um, snakes. <laughs> well, you guys don't have any down there, do you? No, nah, no, nah, we're all we're all good. We're connected to New Zealand, so we're all good. <laughs> I'm confused with this. Like, is it... <laughs> anyway, got, it's like, all good. Little underground tunnel where we just you know funnel the snakes out. Yeah, <laughs> they, they yeah. got all the they... big trout, and you got all the snakes. Yeah, <laughs> seems to be some sort of a yeah yeah. It must be it might be the accent or the 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 difference in I don't know. But um, that's all good. I'm pretty sure I understand. Um, I can send subtitles if you want. <laughs> no, that's all right, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm starting to get used to it. That's no problem there at all. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, so that's a surprise, mate, to hear you suggest sea runners. You know, like I mean, when I think of Tasmania, like I expected to get, um, you know, suggested to you know to lakes and and and, and things like that. Um, but you know, like that that's the sea run sea run stuff. Just I would imagine to be all streamers and stripping and. Yeah, moving water, all that sort of stuff. Is that that pretty much? Yeah, it can, um, can be quite yeah. challenging, that's for sure. Um, but I, I've known you guys for a while now, so I know that you do have the skills. But I guess if it was someone like a novice, um, I probably would recommend to go try a lake or stream first, rather than going straight to, you know, something that can be a bit difficult. I mean, I've I've fished for probably three years now, and still yet to catch the great. The great sea runner that everyone talks about and raves about. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that's interesting. Um, why is why is the lakes and, and that stuff an easier thing to do? Is it accessibility or um, or accessibility and fishing skill or what is it? Was it short of um, cast or? It's probably if you're talking about the lakes around Lonnie in particular, mm-hmm. um, it probably comes down to numbers of fish. Um, fishability is another thing, so access is is key. You can't sort of um, just presume that you can waltz across private property um, and start fishing. Generally, you might let the sheep out. Is what you're saying? Yeah, generally, um, IFS have got styles and things for anglers' access. Majority yep. of the the impoundments or rivers down here, but um, some parts of Tassie are just, you know, landlocked to private property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's very unique that you find you're the one person fishing a particular river or a, or a lake. You know, if you think that it's just you fishing that, it's, it's probably not. You've probably mm-hmm. been there at least once before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In, in the lowland stuff I'm talking about, but, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, that's um that's pretty interesting. So I would imagine, I mean, you know, like it'd be more like the streams and, and stuff like that would be more of a twig water thing, like a, what, a, you know, three, four weights, two weights even sort of thing. Is that right? Um, I guess I'm yeah, trying to sort of ascertain what's, what sort of, what, what, what gear do I need to bring? Because if you talk about these, um, 
these sea run fish, not so much that they're bigger fish, but it's just I imagine be covering more water, slightly bigger flies, you know, it'd be it'd be five, six weights, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. If you're gonna be chasing sea runners, I'd I'd stick around the five and six. Mm-hmm. Um generally if you're coming down to Tassie, um, you're gonna be fishing in spring, you're gonna be fishing some windy days, so the the six will get you covered if you do wanna um throw some wets and streamers around. Mm-hmm. Um and then if you do get those nice um, sunny polaroiding days, um, bring the five weight out with a dry dry dropper or something like that on a on a still water lake. Um, yeah, ideal sort of combo. If you if you do want to just go up into the mountains, then yeah, bring a little um, little uh, seven foot three weight four weight sort of rig. Yeah. So okay, in that in that scenario there, like, are you expect how far? Would you be expecting it to be casting like they're, they're, they just total streams like stream crab, like bow and arrow casts, or nothing more than sort of 10 foot sort of casts or things like that? Is that yeah, right? somewhere between tw- uh, 10 and maybe 15 foot max? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when you get right up into twiggy stuff, um, or even flooded margins on a river, you know, it's really twiggy, you can be casting, you know, a rod's length, so yeah, you know, 18 foot, something like that. Yeah, cool, man. That's um, and bow that, and arrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. it seems yeah, right. Yeah, pretty popular these days. You see it around a lot. The old yeah. bow and arrow. I mean the the rivers and stuff up up the top. Um, you know the twiggy stuff. They tend to run a bit cooler, so they start to fire um, a bit later. Um, springtime they might be just coming on, but you'll still be probably having to use a small nymph or a dry dropper scenario and they'll probably take the, the nymph most of the time mm. <clears throat> yeah okay so that's interesting what about um so as far as um lines are concerned like how much do i need to bring down like i mean i would again like it's interesting i keep falling back to the interest part of the um of what you recommend in the sea run I, I honestly did not expect that i expect you to sort of talk about you know trout taper floating lines and, and dries and you know uh at least floating lines but you know in the in the sea with the sea run fish fishing streamers and stuff um or, or wets as you guys say over there in that country um like uh you'd be you'd be expecting to fish intermediate lines is that right or even fast sink lines is that right they, are they um, in deep water or uh they can be in deeper water or deeper edges and things like that um yeah. i've I've always fished floating lines, and just in the last year, I've switched the early start of the season over to intermediate. Um, been going fishing with a couple of comp guys, and they they suggested to use an intermediate, and <clears throat> it makes sense to me to use an intermediate early on because you want to stay in touch with the fly. You know, it's not as visual as you think. Yeah. So you're focusing on those takes with an intermediate line and you're getting the fly down a little bit in front of the, the fish. Um, yeah. Well, so I tend to use that intermediate um, this time in the season and then I'll move to a floating once yep. I'm fishing a dry dropper or, yep. or heading up into twig water. How would you definitely sorry, you so you, you go, Volts. I say before we move on, how, how, do, how would you retrieve that, that intermediate line? Is it a... Sort of like some of these, some of these re- retrieves might be a little bit foreign to us, like a figure of eight, you know, something we know how to do, but don't do it all that often. Yeah, um, I generally 
I start with a slow retrieve, so a long drag through the through the thumb, and then I do a couple of quick strips uh, imitating a bait fish because a bait fish doesn't swim constantly. It starts, stop, wiggle, inspect, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. If I'm fishing um, nymphs in springtime on an intermediate, I'll barely, barely move it. Um, just short little figure eight, like you said, um, and I'm terrible at figure eight, but I tend to just knot my fly line. <laughs> 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 I think the main thing is you're just pausing, um, and if you move the fly too much, the fish don't take it. They just mm. don't think it's real. Yeah. This is nymphing? Nymphing. Um, yep. And then, but, yeah, if, if I'm fishing just a straight, maybe two wets, so uh, um, generally a 10-pound straight through. Mm -hmm. You can go higher if you want, if you want to go higher, but um, 10 or 8 usually pound straight through mono um, to each fly with a dropper. Um, I, I strip those quite fast um, just to get their attention because it's still quite cold um, in in spring, it'll be, I don't know, anywhere from 10 to 15 degrees. Mm -hmm. The lowland lakes. Mm. In the water or out? In, in the water, yep. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, but, okay, why is no one using clouses on these sea runs then? Like, clouses have got to clean up for those fish. They're eating, eating yeah, white bait. Yeah, but I wasn't going to give away the secret pattern just yet. That is the secret <laughs> pattern, yeah? The, the old clouds of minnow. Yeah, the best the best fly I've ever used on a on a sea run or a estuary trout is a clouser, chartreuse trout, clouser. Yeah, chartreuse. Uh, makes yeah. makes total sense, mate. The, the, yeah, those fish are hunters, eh? Like they they're pretty apex sort of predators, right? Yeah, and I think it's just a nice profile, and and if you move it well enough with the right line in the right spot, um, it can imitate pretty much the white bait or Bait fish fleeing, um, any of that sort of thing. A small, a small trout that's you know coming out to have a forage. Mm. Yep. Mm. Any any of the mm. yeah any you're basically saying any any of the uh, migratory bait fish or resident bait fish that you know Klaus has kind of got it all really at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you could just cru cruise downstream and catch a brim on the same fly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Do you get brim mixing with the trout? Um, sometimes. Like, I know the Dermot boys are, and girls are catching, um, they'll be going chasing sea runners and they just, yeah, get a bit of bycatch, which is not that bad. Mm. A few brim. Mm. Where's you the don't Derwin? get dewies down here, do you? No, not yet. No, give it a few more years and they'll be here. Oh, <laughs> the Dermot's in, yeah. The Dermot's in, uh, in, uh, in Hobart, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yep. So, yeah, right. So that's another pretty, major major river system down south. Yeah, it's a pretty um, different part of NZ, is, right? Eh? I think it is the biggest river in Tassie. Yep. Um, probably just um, ruined my local knowledge there, but I'm pretty sure. No, I'm mate. It, I think <laughs> you're right. I think you're right. We could easily Google that if you want us to check up on it for you. Yeah, Derwent is uh, fact checks all of these. Fact check everything I say. Yep. Where's, yeah. Where's the Hewen River, mate? Huon River's down the southwest. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, cool. um, yeah, right. Yeah, quite hard to sort of access um, unless you tow a boat down or hire a boat. Um, yeah, it's quite hard to get to the Huon. 
uh, in terms of fishing trout anyway yeah you can drive up to most of it but um you have to go a fair way up to to get to some decent water one route and um you know drink along the wine route and then have a little dib and, dib and dab here and there yeah yeah Pretty sure do they have forex maybe maybe Probably tour. <laughs> some pretty famous lakes down that way hey like you got great lake um brumbies um uh, arthur's lake uh lake torpo is it um <laughs> do, do you have a favorite one mate this time of year um probably the pick of them would be either arthur's or it's sort of uniqueness in different styles of fishing so you can fish from the shore you can put a boat on it you can mm. you know wade in the shallows and fish tailing fish um that penstock um great lake is open all year round mm -hmm. so um i don't know me and my mate have this thing where we <laughs> when the season opens you don't really fish great lake because you could fish it when it was closed <laughs> makes sense yeah yeah so um and I don't know. We've got a family shack on Grey Lake, and um, it does seem appealing to go and fish it. But it is a big body of water, hence the name. Um, so you know, I, I want to maximise my chances. So I want to go where I know fish are in smaller volume of water, greater chance yeah. of catching them. So yeah, I generally try. In, in saying that, there is good bloody um, midge hatches on Great Lake. Um, and good sharking. I don't know whether you've ever heard of sharking. Yeah, I have. No. What, what, explain to me. I've never heard of it. So you don't have a 200-pound test line to fish for them. You just use your normal fly rod um, and you jump in a boat and you wait for the northerly winds to blow up the highlands mm. and you get um, trout up in the waves, right up in the top of the water column, um, looking for food and searching in the waves for food. So you get these wind lanes, um, wind lanes, slick lanes, everyone calls them different things. Yeah, we call but, wind lanes up here too. But it's really visual and you, you basically, on a sunny day, on the correct weather, these things stand out like sharks, you know, they just they just glow and you casting towards them, you know, as fast as probably you guys did in your vlog with your tuna, you know, you just banging a cast out to this fish and it comes up and takes your gum beetle or, you know, a hopper pattern, quick smart, and then, you know, you're on. <laughs> it's pretty huh. good fun. Oh, yeah. I, I've just never seen anyone in, from Tasmania do um, any anything less than three false casts. I'm surprised to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're using a, um, for that sort of fishing, I actually use a uh, fat belly taper. Yeah. Or a short belly what? taper, sorry. Yeah. Oh right, I, I thought it was the name of. I thought you. I thought you said Fat Billy Taper, like, like, like from the Taper family or something like that. I, I, <laughs> good band name. Yeah, yeah. Good old Fat <laughs> Billy Taper lives down the road there. Yeah. <laughs> fat, fat Belly Taper. Yeah. Yeah, you want something that's going to load up, and I get. I don't think there is any true floating lines these days. They're all weight forward. Oh, Chris, you'd probably know that. Oh well, they're all, they're still they still float, but um, or I mean weight double taper. You mean like a, yeah, like, oh, they're, they're sort of a six weight or a five weight label on. Uh, mm. Oh yeah, but they still they still ride high. Like I mean, you'll get saltwater lines will um will ride higher than freshwater freshwater lines because saltwater is more buoyant. Um, yeah. 
but um, but they'll still float. I mean, we mentioned on the show, which it actually would probably probably be handy to know for you guys down there because it's uh, with um with lines that float too high, like um. The reason, like when I, I remember once went to Christmas Island and everyone was dressing their lines every day and they were complaining that the scientific angle, scientific angle of bonefish lines was sinking. Um, and then I heard I heard um, an explanation for that, and that is that if they rode so high that the chop on the water, like over say over fifty feet, like the 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 um, the troughs and peaks of the choppy water would equate to around about you know um, an estimated foot of slack line that you would need to pull out to be able to set the hook if you know what i'm saying but if yeah. the floating line was just sitting below the surface but in a straight line you would have direct contact to the to the fly and the ability to, to um, strip set you know when needed you know so um in that scenario if you're fishing those choppy waters like that you know that would be that would be an ideal line for something to sort of uh, sit like a straight line below below the chop if you like you know as opposed right. to riding the the, the troughs and uh, peaks yeah yeah because it's going to take that split second to pull tight isn't it yeah well i mean you're going to have to like depending on the size of the troughs and the peaks and the distance to line out uh, that would depend that would that would vary the amount of slack line um of those and, and on those um uh you know those if, if you could quantify that the height and you know all that sort of stuff i'm sure you know what i mean but yep. um yeah no for sure it's mate that would squirm. <laughs> what's that sorry yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. You like hearing me squirm, hey? All right. Well, let's let's talk more about trout. That's what I like. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. I'm really I'm really keen on this trip. I can't wait. I'm only joking. Uh, please don't yeah. put me in a barrel down there. Going um, back to what going back to what Balti was saying, like the yeah. the favorite the favorite lakes. It's hard to narrow them down. Like they all have unique sort of um, opportunities, um, yeah. and I guess that's the major draw card for people. When talking to the local fly shop, you know, they'll say, you know, it could be blowing its head off, but if it's sunny, there's opportunity there to go do sharking or um, fish the edges of a undercut bank on a Western Lakes little backwater, you know, if it is windy, you can still, yeah. still got opportunity, yeah. Dan, uh, you know, I'm from Queensland. Sometimes it takes me a little bit to click on things, but I'm pretty sure you were just a few moments ago referring to the fly line episode. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I um. I, I got you now, mate. That. Yeah, <laughs> that was very clever, mate. I I, um, I totally glanced over, it, didn't realise what was happening, but uh, I just wanted to commend you on on such a clever, clever witty sledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's almost a year to the date anniversary. It's oh, the fly on episode, is it really? Mm. No, we no, should no. make commemorative yeah. shirts for our year trip to, to New day. Zealand. Yeah, uh, we caught up anyway. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. That's true. It has been. Yeah. That's right. It's uh when when uh, Volti went to um to recontact you through Skype, it said last contact was a year ago, didn't it, Volt? Yep. Yeah, it did. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know that. I had it in my calendar, but you know, anyway. <laughs> Do you were you were you expecting this? Um, I mean, we have it in our diary here to celebrate the anniversary of every guest. Um, <laughs> it wasn't far away, but I mean, we could light a candle now if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna um. Have to be Oh, yeah, crack a tin. Yep. What are you drinking, mate? Uh, local local ale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an IPA, actually. It's not an ale. Oh, okay. So what, what sort of lemonade do you mix that with? Uh, mountain water. Mm. Mountain water. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's cool. I didn't think you had a man bun, eh? That was, that's really surprising to hear, actually. <laughs> 
It's a, it's a muffin, muffin top. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. So is soy milk hard to get down there? <laughs> yeah. yeah export it all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, like one of the one of the questions I had for this for this trip was, you know, to be able to put us near salt water nearby. But yeah, obviously that's um, I'm looking at the maps now. I've got I've got Launceston up on Google Maps here. Um, is the city like in Launceston? Is that that river fresh water there, or is that salt water there as well? Well, it's um, it's actually a fair way. That was a serious question. I'm sorry, mate, but uh, so apologise. What did you say? It's actually a fair way from from salt to to Lottie, but um, it's doable. I mean, oh no, that's what I mean. That legit my question. You know, like it's um, you know, I'm 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 looking at. I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know the area, so I'm going to drop some names here, like expecting other people to know. So, so you know, around Swamp Point or that um, Beauty Point, that looks like it's sort of yeah, that's know, salt. Yep, that's salt down there. Yep. Um, sure. Well, yeah, okay. So it gets to sort of that Tamar is conservation area, and it starts to sort of get to sort of brackage and stuff. Is that sort of what yeah. it looks like? Yeah. Yeah, and if you keep going up a little bit further, there's a power station uh, at Trevallon, and uh, that's a pretty good sea runner spot as well. So oh, yeah? see, sort of sit sit in there and eat everything that comes through the power station and get really big. So that's another good spot to stop off if you're, you know, if Potsy's annoying the shit out of you in the hotel room, just head out that way um, and, and, you know, get away from it. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, it's 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 uncommon for Potsy to annoy us, you know, like to be honest with you, but, um, but it's good to know, that's for sure. At least you um, know he wouldn't give you too much dandruff, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to have dandruff when when you when you when you know when you're a bowling ball, you know, like you got to got to have a certain amount of hair there to have the dandruff, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's cool. That's interesting to know. Um, yeah, there's, there's a there's opportunities just down the river. Um. If you look, you're feeling a getting a bit salty because I know you're a bit of a Freshwater, Chris. These days, yeah, I am, mate. Thanks. I, I wear that as a badge of honour. <laughs> what do you reckon, Vals? Was that pretty good? Yeah, yeah, that was that was acceptable. You waited what forty two minutes or something to drop it in there. I like it. Was, yeah. was that a pre uh, a pre organised sledge? Was it, it pre anticipated sidecast yeah. to a pylon? Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. On, that's on your uh, Wikipedia page, mate. That's that's what it explains. Oh. Adams has. Yeah, that's um. <laughs> Oh, that's 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 great. I mean, not many people have I put a, a lot of work into it, mate. Oh yeah, you self-edit. <laughs> no, not this, not the Wikipedia page. I um, I put a lot of work into my freshwater exploits. Yeah, okay. We'd have to go on a fair way through my page to find that, Dan. Like, um, I've been scrolling. <laughs> yeah. So what what sort of mood are you in when you're scrolling through people's pages? Because I know you don't press like on it. You must be just in a dimly lit room. <laughs> With uh, probably aviator sunglasses on, just flicking away. Do you have yeah. a shirt on when you're doing this? Uh, I've got my fly vest on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Do you shower with your fly vest on, mate? Just just that? Yeah, just that. Just to give it a rinse. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh, I'm having a look at that. I can see the Trevallon hydroelectric power station there. That um that whole dead end in the river there, just, I can see on the mass, it's all turbulent there. What a strange place to have a boat ramp. 
Yeah, it is, isn't it? Why yeah. would anyone launch it? Mate, that water must pump out of there. Because I've been and fish power stations at Gladstone and, and, and the one at Mary, at, in Maryborough as well and stuff, and the water's just fanging out of those things. Like, you, you'd need two people to hold the boat there when it's fully hammering, wouldn't you? At times, yeah. 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 Some of those yachts get taken away when the moorings break and things like that. So, oh, mate, I tell you, that's not something we do in Australia. That's for sure. No, nah, no, nah, we only do it down here. It's pretty. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But I can see it must be pretty good for um, you know, the 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 access like the uh, us as far as the land based access for that. Can you can anyone just walk up to that and um and start fishing it, or they got it fenced off or anything like that? Well, first off, you need a license. So you can go buy, buy your trout license. But, oh, okay, to fish um, anywhere, not just there. Yeah, that's considered still considered um, inland or trout water. So you, you technically need a trout license for it. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can you can waltz on down there from the car park with your latte and have a cast. Um, yep. Just today, actually, I saw about three or four different posts from not fly fishermen, from what I can tell. Yep. But some beautiful sea runners coming out of there today. Um, oh, yeah. So it sounds like um, the first stage of sea runner whitebait's pushing up already. Mm. Do, do whitebait get into freshwater too, do they? Um, they push a fair way up. They'll, they'll probably hit that um, that dam there, the, the power station, and, you know, hit a dam wall, essentially. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> the Lonnie City Council put a trout uh, fish ladder in there so sometimes they can get up and around and keep going through through that catchment mm. but most of the time they'll probably hit the wall and then turn around and go up uh the north esk which is to the west of where you're looking mm -hmm. right. sorry to the east of where you're looking yeah <clears throat> yep hey dan does a white bait does that run on the moon does it is there a, is there something to to uh to to predict when that's going to run I actually don't know. Um, I, I've only been trying to fish for them the last two years mm -hmm. um, and I don't really pay that much attention to the moons and things when I go, but I reckon it would because, you know, it's light, temperature-driven, it's flow, water flow, so I reckon it would. Mm -hmm. I mean, what experience do you guys have over there that something similar? Maybe we can... Do some scientific uh, breakdown here. Well, the the moon usually affects the tides, you know. So it's um, so you know, <laughs> um, oh. and the moon, and also the moon affects how much light's in the sky. Um, it also affects like how how big you can see the moon at night sometimes too, and whether you need a headlamp as well. So I mean, there's all these things to sort of catalogue together. What what input have you got? Well, we just had a blue moon, so. I'm assuming oh, two, it does. two full moons in the one month, yeah. I'm assuming it does have an impact because they might have pushed in mm, on that. Right, okay. Comer, yeah. Right. Be, yeah. Sorry, what? On the incoming tide. Oh, right. right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, the Tamo Estuary, it's huge, but um, that's a long way to swim. Yeah. It, does it get a lot of current? Obviously, you know, we can see there's a, a hydro system on there, and has that. Um, has that withheld some of the, the water velocity there? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a sensitive one at the moment um, in terms of sediment further back towards the city. Um, you know, as we've built the city and put restaurants along the waterfront, you know, we don't like to see mud. 
and mm-hmm. tidal banks and sand banks and things like that. But um, <clears throat> they've done a lot of tracing back in time and looked at you know what it used to be like before the dam was there, and it was uh, a tidal tidal um, estuary. So the tide actually does push a fair way up in you know not when there's a lot of fresh, but in summer it does mm. push up. So um, it brings in sediment as much as it takes it out. So yeah. I guess you could say those banks are natural, even though they are ugly. But you know, people sitting there sitting in lattes don't like seeing that. So it's kind <laughs> of like, you know, I guess an analogy would be what's uh, in Melbourne there on West Bank. Is it West Bank? South Bank. South Bank scenario. That's uh, in Brisbane. Yeah, we'll go yep. with Brisbane. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Melbourne's got a South Bank. That's where the casino is. Yeah. So oh, right. I've never been when, there. When it's low tide, you can actually see some of the, the, the mud along the edges when it's a real low. Um, yeah. But it's very rare that it's that low. But, you know, it's the same thing. You know, it's it's natural. So That's around that Tamar conservation area, then those sort of areas, yeah? It looks um, pretty, pretty muddy banks there too. Yeah, a bit further up as well. Um, oh, yeah? Near Tamar Island? Yeah, yeah, it sort of starts there. I mean, yeah. they used to dredge it. And they, used to, they used to pump it out, but um, that was more when we were navigating. Ships were coming in with goods back in the day. Yeah. Now it's not a major port, so wool and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, well, um, we used to import forex um, things like that. Huh. Um, but now the ports are down further, or uh, in Denport, Hobart. Bernie's one of the major ones as well. But getting yep. back to what Elsie was saying, like it is a hugely, you know, turbulent estuary. Like it down down towards the, the mouth of the river, it's just a huge tide. Um, How big are the tides? A uh, couple of metres, three metres maybe. Oh, that's um, that's not little like tides. Big guys, but <laughs> Sorry, what's that? doesn't sound like much to you guys, but it's big for us. Oh, no, where are we at? Like, it's uh, it gets like 2.4, 2.7 is a spring tide, you know? Um, I mean, you don't have to go, like, uh, uh, two hour, two hours north, a four-metre tide would be a spring spring tide. Uh, that's yeah. not right. It's three and a half metres, I guess you could say, another metre. So it's um, so it's not a little tide. I mean, I know there's, there's areas on the, um, in Australia here, like, um, um, that would have a lot smaller tides, like a metre, metre and a half, like, uh, difference at the most, you know? So three yeah. meters is um, that's 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 surprising. I I didn't realize it was that big a tide zone. That's a, that must be a lot of water to move through there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, well, like thinking of the big, the two full moons that we just had. You know, it's going to increase as well, isn't it? Yeah, yep. Um, so that's really interesting that you would catch trout in those sort of that sort of tidal movement. I mean, it's not. I'm not blown away by it, but um. It's interesting to hear that you know, you know, for fast sinking lines are new, and uh, you know, cl- like I mean, clouds probably aren't new for them, but I mean, it just sounds like you could use a lot of old salt water techniques. I mean, geez, I mean, salt sea run trout is probably not a new fishery for anyone at either. You know, there might be people like you know throwing things at their wireless right now for me saying this, but <laughs> I mean, I'm only learning. Yeah. Um, but it's um it's a it's a challenging amount of water to be you know are these fish looking for slack water or are they are they are they sitting 
I mean, I know they're hunting the white bait. I mean, but I'd imagine white bait, like like any bait, would be looking for structure or some sort of safety at some point, whether it's um in the currents of the water, or um, you know, some some sort of structure that hide behind like an eddy or something like that. Is that the same sort of places uh, that um that these yeah. trout will will hunt as well? Yeah, pretty much. They'll sit in deep water where it's comfortable and you know, kind of like the fish armchair. You know, you just sit back and. Wait for the right moment to get a free stack. Really? Um, Do they school? Um, well, they're they're sound monitors, so I'm assuming they would, but probably not as much as we think other sound monitors do. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's. But, uh, I mean, they must they must congregate in relation to food source, though. You know, I mean, the the white bait are schooling fish, right? Yeah, but I've also seen them, you know, fight over over spots, over ranks. So you know, if we go back to the I don't want to dwell on the Tamar, but that jetty there, you know, that's a perfect spot for an eddy where bait would sit. So I'm assuming there'd be trout just right on the boat ramp, mm. just hovering in that area. And they, they're they pretty territorial. So, yeah, yeah I'm assuming they weird... wouldn't... Sorry, right? I'm assuming they wouldn't like too many, you know, of their mates hanging around because that means less food for them such a weird dynamic it's um such a like a big body water like it's not like you can just it must take an enormous amount of energy to be a uh, a single fish you know in a river with that much tidal movement you know um to be to be forced out to be forced to move through lack of food or forced out of an area through competition uh and having nowhere to go i mean it must it must reduce the numbers somewhat oh well, you said that in the beginning didn't you that like it's um that the fish are fewer fewer and far between and it's more of an advanced fishery for numbers as well right yeah yeah i mean those fish are going to push out of the, the other rivers and creeks and streams and and go into other areas depending on where the food is always mm. yeah they're pretty adventurous like um there'll be creeks and streams that are running now that won't be running in you know two or three months maybe and they'll be in there mm. um you know and backwater flood margins so one of the other rivers that runs into the tamar um, is the North Esk. So yep. you've got the Sesk and the Nesk, um, which is the South Esk and the North Esk. So obviously one comes from the north and one comes from the south. Um, and they join and make the Tamar. And, you know, if they're not congregating at Trevallon or the power station or any of those backwaters, they're probably hovering around um, Seaport or pushing up into the North Esk again, you know, to, to try and find food where's the yeah. north esk i'm looking for that now i can see the trevallon dam um and that's that's the south esk that runs off that right yeah yeah um can you see my house yeah i can man it's the one with the with the forex man on the roof right <laughs> that's <it. laughs> yeah that's the one yep uh, do you live at trevallon do you is that where you live yeah thereabouts yeah so can we stay there yeah i gotta i gotta well, I wouldn't call it a room. I've got a dark corner in the house. <laughs> is that where you? Is that where you look through my Instagram account? That's where I am now. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. That sounds great. Um, and through this map, mate, and um, I'm just just cruising up the coast a little bit. I can see this place called Burnie. Um, is there good saltwater fishing there? Yeah. Um, yeah. Good structure. So. <laughs> Lately, um, a few people have been trying for kingfish around Burnie. 
around the, that's a very tidal sort of, you know, you've got a lot of bombies and ship wharfs and things for the odd kingy to hang around. So good saltwater fishing there. You get good salmon boils off, off the coast, anywhere from Denport through to um, Burnie. Mm. Good good place to go for the weekend, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Burnie. Stop That'd there. be west, west of uh, where you're looking. Yeah, so you go can. out the river mouth? You go out the river out to out to the ocean? Yeah, and then head okay. west. If you know where north, do you know north is up? <laughs> that sounds like a G up to me. North <laughs> is up. <laughs> is it near uh, Shearwater? Yeah, keep going. That's that's a really good estuary as well. Um, that's got some grey looking flats out the front. What's the deal with kingfish around in Tassie? Like you don't hear of a lot of um, people chasing them. Like that whole river's got some wicked looking flats through it. You know? Yeah, uh, I've seen them in the Tamar. I've, I've seen them in uh, Potterell, and people probably shoot me for this, but just um, message Valtzi for all your complaints. Uh, I am. Is what's your number again, Valtz? Oh, I got it here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Just, yeah, South. I see Bernie. But not yeah, at nine o'clock. Send it at midnight because that's yeah. when he's awake. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it might be a little bit early, but you know, I'd stick to around two o'clock as we've advised before. But <laughs> why'd you say Bernie? What's what's at Bernie there that um, piqued your interest there, Volts? Oh, not much, mate. I just it, it's uh, doesn't actually have a, a large river nearby, um, and it seems to seems to stick out just a little bit um, as you come down the bay. Um, yeah, and they wouldn't have they wouldn't have built a uh, a town there for for no good reason. So are you telling me that Bernie was built off the back of Kingfish? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Wow, <coughs> there's it looks like a pretty big port there. Not, they must export a lot of Kingfish meat, right? And definitely not um, pulp pulp mill. Definitely not. Mm. Oh, right. Okay, so that big pile of sawdust there isn't isn't part of Kingfish Burley, no? That's Kingfish scales. Right. Okay. The tears of Tibetan kingfish. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, that's um, that's pretty cool. So, should we bring some big rods? Do you think, Dan, or is it just worth sticking to um, to trout? I didn't mean that as as it sounded. I meant not that they're you know, not a non-challenging fish. But yeah, big pardon. Sorry. This is why you have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I challenge friendships. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just it's just it's just a faux pas. It's not a it's not an insult. It's just like it came out wrong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be if if depends on how long you want to um come down for. You might come down for life. I got life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> unlikely, but like I appreciate the offer. You most guys must be campaigning pretty hard to get people there, right? Eh? Yeah. What's that, mate? Yeah. Back in the day they sent the convicts down here for life, so yeah. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i see the connection what did you do what was the question again <laughs> what the question was what did you do like it's <laughs> i don't know just um fell in love with tassie that's probably the problem yeah and trout yeah. sorry to hurt your feelings chris oh no mate I, I i like trout we just don't have them in queensland so i've got a lot of questions that's all that's why i'm making the trip down there mate well um, this might this might be the dessert on the you know, the cherry on the top. On the top, we do have black brim. Ooh, they do. They do excite me, mate. They they look um they look like a pretty cool, a pretty cool fish. Yeah, you know, 
And you guys have got them in spades down there, right? Yeah, they have their days, honestly. Um, I find them harder than anything else. Yeah, right, okay. Why? Uh, probably because I like it hard. I overthink it, that sort of thing. You spend a lot of time on them? Yeah, lately I have been, yep. Um, mm-hmm. During the off-season of trout, uh, I go and focus on the saltwater stuff. Yeah. What's the general consensus around Lonnie about them as far as other um, other um, trout, trout dudes, man? Like, is it, um, yeah, because, I mean, you guys got close season down there for trout, right? Yep. Yeah, so thing, yep. So do, is there people that, that, you know, want to keep fishing and choose brim or do people just go, you know what, we'll just, we'll just hang out and um, work on sewing some new buttons on my vest? Yeah, people do that. Um, but I think smart people keep fishing. Yeah. Yep. Um, and keep an open mind. Um, and, you know, you, you can go and hone your skills on a different species and, and relate that back to another species easy enough. Mm. Well, that's what Volty keeps talking on the show about transferable skills, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. And um, I guess one of those things was like, I know how to drive a car. Can I hire a boat down there? <laughs> oh, nice segue. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Yep. Yeah. And, and was is it worth doing? Like, I mean, you, you, the way you talk about these sea run trout sounds like you cover a lot more ground in a boat given that they don't school. And um and they follow the bait and they the baits probably cut up a fair bit if these fish are, are there and not schooling, otherwise they'd just have to learn to get along if these fish stuck these white fish white baits stuck together. Um, so yeah, is it is it is it make sense to hire a boat? Yeah, if if you can afford it, um, or have some good mates that will loan you one. Yeah, yep. so yeah. it just yeah. makes it so much more accessible. Um, have you got a boat? Yeah, I have. Yep. Oh, we'll, we'll be right then. We'll just use yours. <laughs> <laughs> I've just upgraded in the last couple of years. I've got a, I think, um, uh, who was the guy you talked to last week? Um, Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, I've got the 420 Renegade. He He's upgraded to a Stavy now, but before that he was saying he had a 490 or something, maybe. I can't remember, Anyway, mate. I've got a 420 Renegade. Yeah, pretty good boat. All-rounder. Oh, man, 420, man. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah? Yeah. God, my mate just hangs shit on me every day. We're going out in the 420. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds that sounds pretty relaxing. Um, that'll do us. Hey, Volts. Yeah, yeah, it sounds pretty good, mate. How many hours on the motor? Pretty low, around uh, 70, 80. Okay. And one, one other question is, is the electric firmly bolted on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not letting you touch it at all. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go to Dan. I'll, I'll, I'll understand, mate. I don't break them. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. right. What about transducers? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to keep Volty well away. I'll tell you what, what I might do is I might just keep Volty in the back seat until I've launched the boat and it's completely in the water. And then um, I'll get him on the jetty. We'll get him on. Yeah. 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 That's totally doable, man. I'm quite in favour of that, eh? Yeah, you would do, mate, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you can't exactly back me down whilst you're drinking that soy latte because when we're in Launceston, you realise we can't have proper coffees and we can't have proper beers, right? We've got to have IPAs with lemonade and soy lattes. Yeah. That's part of the course, right? Yeah, and um, moustaches. 
<laughs> we, have barbers, we have barbers down here, not barbers. Yeah. <laughs> I hear I hear what's going on there for sure. Um so well, what's we've got uh, a good um flannel etch up too called All Goods. So that's oh, yeah. um, just they want to sponsor me, just yeah, hit me up. Will we fit in <laughs> if we don't play rugby down there? Uh, rugby's pretty big in your country, right? Yeah. Down there? Yeah, yeah it is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> and um and but like, like you know we, if we sort of have a rough understanding from from rugby league we'll still fit in hey yeah <laughs> yeah i understand no mm. that's cool i mean it's going to be a bit of a culture shock but um, got, um i'm really looking got, forward to it i got a massive culture shock when i um when i was at uni um at the maritime college obviously there's a lot of islanders and and um a few maoris actually um and you know they they live and breathe that sort of sport and I'd go into class and talk about, hey, how about that footy on the weekend, you know, Aussie rules and they'd just laugh at me. <laughs> oh, I would too, man. Come on, mate. Didn't dare talk about soccer, I'll tell you that. Jeez. Ah. I'll tell you, <laughs> what sort got of more respect in Queensland than, than Aussie rules, right? What do you play up in Queensland? Do you, do you well, play football up there? Well, it goes, it goes in rank like this. you got, you know, rugby league. Uh, I yep. think was it eight in a row for Queensland? Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> rugby league, soccer, badminton, um, uh, chess, and then some other sports, and then Aussie rules. <laughs> you know, so it's um, you know, we get our priorities straight. But you know, like with the um, with the amount of people moving up here from Victoria, like it, it's I guess it's sort of they've developed their own little mainstream thing. I guess you could say, but. Yeah, are they, hard to, hard are they coming up for casting lessons, or are they just coming up to get away from bat flu? Well, we get yeah, probably one or the other. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but uh, yeah, I think it's a bit of a, a rude awakening when when they get up here and they've got dumbbell eyes on their flies, you know. So they need a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, look, Where Dan. We? Sorry. <laughs> Where were we? We were talking. You've about represented your country quite well. I was just about to say, and. Um, and you, and and I think that you you know like um, one of the things that I'm going to do is recommend you to the to the um, New Zealand Tra- Tourist Commission as as a spokesperson because you did did really well. Yeah, cheers. I'm I'm pretty pumped about getting down there. No worries, that's all yeah. good. Uh, is there anything else that you would uh, would you recommend for for young uh, naive travellers such as ourselves? Um, to not check to... the list. Yep. Got a big list here. Yeah. Um, Dead air. Um, no, mate, don't worry about that. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> no one's getting paid here. I don't and know. The listeners are getting you it for guys, free. So you, you, you've come down. You want to fish local. You want to go. To, you want to go to the fly shop. You know, after you've unpacked your bag and put your toothbrush in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, to- I mean, it's uh, probably good to go and have a look and and talk to people who sort of you know stay in their lane, so to speak. You know, that's for sure. Oh. Yeah. No point. No point going to talk to someone in the Northern Territory about, um, you know, Launceston. You know. No, they probably wouldn't know about it. But... <laughs> it's a weird place to have an interest in it. That's for sure. So I'd be sus. But um, yeah, yeah, so, probably a good idea. Is that, is that close okay. to close to um close to the boat ramp, mate? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Bang the CBD. Oh yeah. So we could um go grab a rod or two and just you know borrow it for the day. 
Uh, yeah, good luck. <laughs> what's it, which what, what's it called, mate? Which fly shop are we talking about? Uh, Central Fly Fisher is in Launceston. Yeah, the well, Central Fly Fisher. Um, it's a good looking rooster on the front of the shop. I was gonna say, is that the one with a photo of you on the front? And is yep. that the deter criminals? Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> It's a it's a it's a Launceston security system. A picture of <laughs> Rob, Rob Dan Costello on the front. People just run. Yeah, <laughs> women and <children> just run. <laughs> That's an aggressive shop. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone defaced it yet? Is it still there? Yeah, he's, pristine. He's trying it? to um. He's trying to you know factor in all kinds of skill levels, and he thought you know I'll put the lowest of the lowest skill level <laughs> on the front. <laughs> I'm just writing uh. Nico pen on my list of things to bring. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, mustache stencil. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I, yeah. Reckon, I reckon I was going to say, let's stay away from the fly shop, man. Um, we'll yeah. <laughs> it, and like, like someone who isn't me would think it was pretty cool to put that, um, you know, like that, that, yeah, that, um, that pimp meme when people do something cool, they do on the internet and they put the sunglasses and the, and the, and the cigar hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool. I reckon that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. In a sharpie or just just in the photo? I think we'd have to do it with with spray cans. Really, I don't think we'd have the time to do it with sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it'd, be, it'd be a matter of bringing like a Banksy style stencil and just hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, um, I'd head in there with you guys and um, introduce you to the local fly dudes. Um, yeah. Because they're the guys that are hearing, you know, all the stories and what's hot and what's not, and they'll probably sell you a few flies and, you know, kit you guys up if you need to, get you your vest if you need a new button or yep. <clears throat> you know, a couple of Sims um, gators because you're not used to the Tassie wind or yeah, or scorching Is it, sun. Would we be, like, if let's say if I was in downtown Launceston and I was mm. just walking through town with a, with a pair of waders on, it looked normal, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty normal for you. No, I mean, like, no, no, seriously, like, um, you know, if I was to just go into a cafe and order, order a soy chai, chai latte and a pair of waders, no one would think any different, right? No, no, that'd be fine with it. Yeah, it's a fishing town. Like a lot of people, like it's a, it's a pretty strong fishing community in in Tasmania. Who are probably all offended by this podcast right now, collectively. Um, probably, yeah. But probably like, that's at least sorry, <laughs> sorry, mate. We've probably upset at least forty thousand people. <laughs> no, but that's my point. It's it's a it is a very big fishing fly fishing community down there, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's just you know you you start out fly fishing because your dad did or your your granddad did or well, not necessarily start out fly fishing, but you just start out fishing and then I guess the end result is you keep progressing to that next level or that next you know challenge and people tend to lean towards fly fishing mm. Mm. i think you talked no. about it last week in in the app you know it's just it's just that next challenge um and it's saying that people that have never fished do pick up a fly rod and start fly fishing but um there's a big there's a big fishing community down here um and that's why I say go into the fly shop and you, you never know who you might run into. Like, you know, there, there could be the guide in there that day and he might say, well, I've had a cancellation today. Have you come jump in the boat? You know, you never know. So, mm. Or if you're talking to the barista in the uh, 
<coughs> coffee shop with the flannelette on from the sponsors that are going to sponsor me. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he might. Are you a barista? Oh, yeah. I, I can pour coffee. It's just not that great. Oh, wicked, man. <laughs> can you do the patterns in the froth, like a little trout or something like that? Yeah, a little flower or a little mayfly or something. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Well, that's uh, that's true, right? Well, um, you know, that's that's some pretty good information, mate. Um, I think there's some things we need to sort of work out, uh, you know, just little fine details. But essentially, you know, we're going to fly into Wellington and we're going to um, we're going to rent a car and we're going to go fish the Tamar. Yeah. <laughs> Ma. Yeah. You can do. Yeah. There's actually. How do you pronounce it? Tamar. Tamar. For it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Harold and T- Tamar. And. Uh, th- th- that's I love that movie. Um, it's, it's, you can fish heaps, heaps of rivers, and I think I talked about it on the last podcast. Podcast. There's, um, you know, the Highland Lakes. Um, so if you're coming down in spring, um, that'll be really starting to fire up top. Yeah. In, in terms of uh, you know access, the gates open. So this time of year, most of those areas are shut. Um, by parks just to minimise traffic and damage and things like that. Um, That's not far away from Launceston by the looks of it. It looks like, what, half an hour? Um, it's about an hour uh, from Lonnie. Sorry, um, did I say half an hour? I meant an hour. It looks about an hour. That's yeah. about right, eh? About an hour. <laughs> yep. A few stops here and there, but, yeah, um, I can I can leave my house, you know, and get there within 50 minutes if you push it. Oh, cool. Well, so how long would it come and take you to come pick us up then at – in Launceston, what ten minutes? Then forty minutes yeah. up to the Great Lakes. Yeah, we'd be there in by an hour and ten, Rob. Probably, yeah. We can be on the water before sunrise, and um, you know, fishing to tailing trout on the edges what's, of a back lake. Yeah. What's the deal with lunch though? Like, do we just give you a list and you, you figure it out, or like? I, you... Yeah, I just I hand that to someone and they make it. Yeah. 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 Cool, man. Uh, all right. Well, it sounds like a pretty well organized trip, you know. Plenty of um, little shots, yeah, milk bars and things on the way, or yeah, 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 nice, mate, nice. Well, look, mate, um, does it sound like to you that we've got this covered? No, <laughs> okay, didn't go where I thought it was going to go, but that's fine, yeah, that's good. <laughs> where did you expect it to see us like uh, showing interest? Um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, never know with you two. Huh. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's uh, um, it's hard to tell for us too, mate. You know, it's just uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to take in, and there's a lot you to th- explain. You threw yeah. a, a solid curveball at us in the in the fact that we keep fish for trout in salt water. Brackish, yeah, yep. Mm. That, they don't ever stuff. go out. They don't ever get out the proper salt. Yeah, oh, I reckon they do, but not for not for long. Yeah, they sea, sea runs a little misleading, right? Yeah. What do they do? Do they go out in the ocean and and then go down to the coast down down the coast to the next river or something like that, or what? They can do. Yeah, yeah. They're not quite anadromous. They're more catadromous. <laughs> catadromous. Yeah, right. And do they? Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of people in New South Wales are catadromous right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <New South Wales. laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a dumb, poor, poorly timed joke. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mate. Little peeps fleece, 
Where's yeah, that? I guess mean? they. I guess they just go out in and out, move move between spots. Uh, maybe they get pushed out from another competition, or yeah. I don't know. Kind of like that ambitious kid in the school and school class. You know, they just get pushed out and go and do weird stuff. <laughs> huh. yeah. Were you the trout of your class? No, nah, no, but I heard Balti was. He was a. <laughs> when Balti at school, he had shoulders like a trout. He, I heard. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's interesting stuff, mate. He went through a lot of school shirts, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really well. filled out after he found roids. Um, and I think Balti's torn a few fishing shirts from memory. Oh, I had a, a tour a good one the other day. Um, Oh, Again, yeah, <laughs> one of them old Sims ones um, that they don't make anymore, and it was my lucky shirt too. So, yeah. is, that be- is that because of the, the trip you just had when things went wrong? Uh, I mean, that was, was that tri- was that on that trip, or no? It was a trip before that, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right. Well, I guess the next question about you turning green at the same time when you're ripping that shirt doesn't really apply then. <laughs> no, I was all smiles <laughs> this trip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, I just yeah, thought it was going to be the, the incredible yeah. sulk. Just screaming about stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, look, man. I think we got. I think we got this covered, right? Yeah. It's up to you guys. How comfortable do you feel coming down, mate? I think we're just going to grip it and rip it, mate, and just yeah. you know, just dominate the place. Yeah. 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 So, Play do you up. guys? Do you do you own waders or anything? Or like, nah, forties waders, mate. Fuck. How cold could it be? Like, seriously, 15 degrees? My wife's colder than that. (laughs) 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 We're just picture pillow flying through the room, eh? You just said. (laughs) 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 Hey, that's a good question. Can you hire waiters down there? Um, well, <laughs> it'd be like having secondhand undies, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, it, it, I think it'd be the equivalent of saying, "Oh, those those vinyl jackets you got down there that you put on without a shirt underneath. <laughs> can you hire them? <laughs> that people walk around in all day. <laughs> that's it's pretty rank. It's yeah. like asking an Olympian, can you wear their running shoes after they've just done a marathon? <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Is that, well, is that a real thing? We're going to talk about guides. We can. Yeah. Yeah. What do you What do you got down there? Who do you recommend, mate? Um, I thought you were going to be our guide, Dan. Well, I am. Yeah, but, but no exchange yeah. of money that should be recorded on this podcast. Oh yeah. But yeah. yeah, for, for for the sake of this podcast, you're our spiritual guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just just a couple of beers, my way. That's fine. Yeah. Svengali. Yep. That's the technical term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bengali was a was a chess player, wasn't he? He Not was. He was very good. Was actually, uh, the Queen's Gambit was based on Bengali's mistress. Yeah, really. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah Google it. Very, yeah, I like, I enjoyed that. That was a good good show. Yeah, the yeah, movie. Good. I think it was a movie or a series. It was a series, mate. Netflix series. Yeah. Oh, so not the not the chess move. The the Netflix series was based on Bengali's mistress. Yeah. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I was kind of wondering how the how the chess move would have been based on someone, you know. But um, cool. Mm. I got all excited to uh, 
sent me a message saying, hey, check out this Netflix series. And I thought it was going to be like a deep, dark URL that just went nowhere, but it was actually a good series. Mm. <laughs> just just on that t- topic, it was fairly interesting. Yeah, I, I was lighthearted and she was uh, – she. She uh, performed at a high level despite her uh, alcoholic alcoholic demons, um, but yeah, it was good. it was pretty good. Um, on the subject yeah. though of finding a little bit more interesting, do you have mates who send you distracting uh, URLs at times? It sounds like you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be in a meeting at work and I get a get a very out there sort of post to look at. Yeah. What what sort of meetings do you have? Like what brand of soy milk to get? Um, the cinnamon's running out. We need some more. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a meeting about a meeting usually. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Um, man buns can be worn a little bit higher this time. Uh, a bit more must wax in the mustache. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're not condescending enough to customers. Things like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. What sort of um sim shirt I'm going to wear? No. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. No, I understand. Oh, I found the North Esk River too, by the way, mate. Just found it now. Oh, yeah. How many yeah. times did you go around the state? Uh, I found some stuff. Uh, I won't lie, but I didn't make it to Hobart. <laughs> uh, that's good because not many people oh, – yeah, I don't like Hobart. <clears throat> I find it misleading because, like, the South, south Esk River runs south. The North Esk River runs north for a little bit but then runs south. Yeah, it does a dog leg. That's where it gets you. It yeah, just says, no, nah, hang on a minute, I'm going to go south. This is why people make assumptions about New Zealand, mate, you know, because that's incorrectly <laughs> named and misleading, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but, like, I, I want to let you know that I'm not one of those guys, you know. I totally am um, up with the geographics about the two differences of places. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And um and I'm a big fan of um of of bread Bredalbane. Of what? Bredalbane. Yep. <laughs> what is it? Bredalbane. Bredalbane. Yep. Bred Bredalbane. It says. Yep. That's says, um close to the airport. Bredalbane. Mm. What's That's it. Uh, how do you pronounce like it? Bredalbane. God, you guys have got a weird accent. <laughs> Yeah, what's so attractive about it? The airport is um um that's good and it's got a great bypass over the highway. Looks yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that's um we all paid for that. That was taxpayers' money. But anyway, yeah, yep, um, wonderful stuff. Where were we? We were talking about something. Uh just talking about going around the state and yeah, um I see there's like even up above the impoundment, the the dam wall, I should say. I'm looking at Longford boat ramp there. Like, I mean, those areas look fantastic to put a boat on. Yeah. So that's on the Macquarie? Uh, no, on... South Esk River. Where the South Esk River and the Macquarie River meet. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. the river tinder. It's where they shake hands. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> mm. um, that's a great fishery. Um, well, not for... so much lately, but probably world-renowned back in the day. Um, before the hydro sort of you know, the up and down of water levels sort of deteriorated the, the fishery, but um, really good, uh, you know about this, Chris, like mm. um, red spinner hatches oh, and, yeah. Classic. and and uh, black spinner hatches and oh. cattle hatches, yeah. What, what, what can we really say about that hasn't been said before? Ah, uh, it's just magnificent, yeah. 
Ah, oh, magnificent I mean, is is a, is a great word to choose, Dan. I agree. Mm. But you know, it's it's kind of like I imagine I've never and I probably never will fish a chalk stream um, ever. Um, not because I don't want to, because I'll never get there because of money. But and, uh, and the availability of leather patches these days as well. Yeah, you've got to got to really go through the the Potter School and get your patch. Yep. You, get to that. But, so, so um, you, you need to really um, give up your chamber of secrets to fish one of those rivers I hear. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm just cracking up thinking about that. Another, another <laughs> listener tunes out. <laughs> What's that, mate? Another listener tunes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> How many are we going to? Is it just us three now? Pretty much, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th I um, think people yeah, tuned no, off. It's um that's a really nice sort of waterway to fish if you like bank sort of casting to a target and fishing it dry on the edge of a bank. Uh, beautiful, beautiful um browns and rainbows in that system. Mm. Um good water temperatures most of the year. Um I kind of think of it as like a a tumult sort of comparative in Tassie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Big fish yeah. every now and then. A few small fish, but you know, constantly running. Um, I don't know. What else do you want to know about it? Can you put a drift um, boat on it, mate? Good question. Could. Yeah, you could. Um, you'd have to obviously check the levels and the flow, but um, you know, I've kayaked, kayaked down it um, a few times. Got some nice fish on the edges on dries. Yeah, it's just so, peaceful. very peaceful. Yeah. It sounds like an incredibly, um, you know, varied fishery, lots of different places, lots of different rivers, and, and it might be a good point to wrap up on. Is it? Is it? Is Tasmania the sort of place where you can go down, you can generally find some fish in most water if you're um, if you're new to the area and and obviously um, have a good time. Yeah, that's the yeah. main. Have a good time. Uh, yeah, plenty of fish. Yeah, plenty of fish. If you if you talk to the right people, um, uh, if you really really want to get a guide, you can. Um, there's plenty down here, uh, yeah. and you know they would love to see some some interstate um, people. You know, invest in their time and expertise. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. Um, yeah, makes all the get, difference, doesn't it? Get that local knowledge, but yeah, yeah it's a really um, it's a good point to get. Uh, to wrap up on um, because getting people connected uh, they're our spiritual people so yeah, yeah. namaste namaste yeah <laughs> all right dan um thanks for show number two show number three will be maybe next week what do you reckon or yeah sounds good next week we'll do the north island mate what do you think <laughs> <laughs> where's the Where's the box of cigars that, you know, we have during this podcast? Uh, we, we, we had to cut them out, mate. It was um, budget things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> OH&S issues, mate. It turned, turned the house into a Dutch oven. and Yeah, hard, hard to put them through a mask. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, how are you guys feeling? Are you, are you keen to come down and catch a few trout? And I think so, mate. You, you really yeah. painted a great picture of, of Launceston, and, and I think I'm, I'm going to research accommodation in Hobart, to, Hobart tonight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no mate it's, uh, it, 
there's a fly shop in Hobart without pictures on the front. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I'd actually pay for the, the stopover, a late night stopover in Lonnie to um to make my way from <laughs> Bredenburg Dale and um get to the shop and and put some uh some facial hair on that aggressive head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. thanks for your time, Dan. Um, always a always a pleasure, and uh, we appreciate your ongoing support for the podcast. And um, look forward to catching you down here in Tasmania one day, mate. Yeah, cool. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, can't wait. Thanks, yeah, dude. thanks, Dan. Man, really appreciate you making the time, dude. And um, I want you to shout out to my peeps there in Breddale as well, mate. That'd be great. <laughs> all day, all day. Your peeps. You know, you know Dave over there in Bre- in um, Breadsville, right? Breadsville, yeah, yeah, next to uh, Evandale. Yep. Yeah, I'm just up the road from Tip Topville. <laughs> Fuck. All right, excellent, mate. Um, we'll let you go. There's enough dad jokes for the night. Yep. Roger that. Let's right, wrap this up. Yep. Yep. Here we go. Sign it off. Ta-da, mate. See ya. Welcome back, folks, to the recap. What a champion Dan is, hey? Mate, he's, he's such a nice guy. Um, he is. You know, and it's sort of weird. Like, we don't get a chance always to meet people physically, uh, like in person, that we're, we've spoken to. And then um, and then you, um, uh, then you talk to them. You only know them through the podcast or, you know, literally through Skype or, or you know, social media. Uh, Dan's a guy I'd love to meet. I love to meet and have a fish with. So I'm really looking forward to when we get down there to Tassie. Yeah, me too, man. Like, no, you're right, Dan. The the thing is, like, we we he's he's very easy to get along with, and um, yeah, there was a certain amount of dicking around in that podcast because we like to entertain you, a, but b, Dan's the type of dude who can just simplify his fishing and could probably summarise where to go in, in in 20 minutes. But for the sake of us providing entertainment for you guys uh, every week. We decided to pat it out. And in our defence, um, although it was pointed out to me in the break that New Zealand is not Tasmania, um, which is genuine news to me, um, we didn't go down the track of you know anything, you know, having two heads or you know marrying your sister or anything like that. So you know, in our defence, we we did take the high road, and that was a that was an honest mistake. I honestly thought. You know, kiwis like the 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 bird, the flyless bird was like a feathered penguin or something like that. You know, I wasn't sure, but you know, what I mean, like, I mean, I don't mean any offense. It's it's not ignorance or anything like that. It's just it's simply just a a, a case of mistaken identity. You believe yeah. me, Vols, right? I do believe you. Yeah. It's it's very um, very sincere of you to to admit that too, Chris. I um, I, I, I can be. I don't I don't I don't feel the need to pretend to be uh, to be right here. I'm happy to admit that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, I can be the bigger man here. How about yourself? <laughs> oh, 
mate, I, I operate under the assumption that I'm wrong. So, yeah, yeah it's you... just pretty easy for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're married. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I know. Me how. too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's an easy. It's an easy thing to sort of just um, uh, <coughs> submit. You know that 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 way of thinking. Like, mate, just gonna just gonna work on that. I'm wrong until proven otherwise. So, yeah. yeah, it's just an easy way to get through life, right? Yeah, it is. It is. That's how it works. You know, there's not less pain that way. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Tell you what, Hobart sounds like a pretty good town, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Hobart Tourist Commission should consider <laughs> getting Dan on the employment list. <laughs> 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 oh man, uh, Dan, Dan, it'd be great to fish with one day. <clears throat> it's um, I, was, I I had no idea we were going to talk so much about sea run trout in uh, in this show. Neither did I. Like, and to me, that highlights how you know you could easily over prepare for some of these um some of these podcasts by you know going down like doing your research on topics that you think that they're going to talk about. You think that's the direction, the exact direction it's going to take. But when you you you've you sort of uh, become blind to these sort of like side roads that pop up, like sea run trout, and you don't go down them. Um, and that was really interesting, you know. Um, sea run trout, I'd heard about them. I thought they were a bit of an, an enigma, like, you know, like they're unpredictable when and where they'd show up. But, yeah, I'm sure, you know, talking to a knowledgeable local like Dan in, in one of those sort of spots that, you know, obviously there's a, a fair few fishermen that they can get their finger on the, on the pulse of the movements of the fish. It makes the things a bit easier. What's the season for that? Did you say? Oh fuck! I think it was a little bit between now and end of the year. Um, so it's like a, a spring phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Might, might be worth asking him. You know, the, I'd actually like to do a podcast and see runs at some point. You know, because it it's really interesting. I've seen videos of them uh, over on the west coast. Some really big fish, like Dan said, there was um, two species of white bait down there um uh, that the that the trout follow up and um and they come in you know they come in waves presumably migrations due to spawning or or something i don't know but the, yeah. the white bait yeah 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 uh yeah i guess so it's, it's it's an interesting interesting thought in it it's you don't maybe because because we live up here in queensland that i don't hear a lot about it but it it seems to be well, maybe because it might be a short part of the season and, and the rest of the year, we well, can't really catch trout all year round, can you, in Tasmania, because it's closed season as well. Mm. But um, it doesn't, it seems to be more of a novelty. Maybe because, maybe because there's that element of trout fishing that um, people consider if it's not dry fly, it's not trout fishing as well. That the sea run trout aspect of it is not really a desirable. I mean, I'm not knocking either way. I mean, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I don't, I don't really don't give a shit, you know. But mm. if um, but you know, for some people, fishing for trout with a clouser is not trout fishing, you know, p- potentially. Maybe that's why the sea yeah. aspect gets overlooked, or maybe it's not even overlooked at all because, like I said, it's just just you know a bit arrogant to be sitting in Queensland and and calling it overlooked, you know, because there might be it might be all the rage down there. I don't I don't know. Or it could be the world's best kept secret. You know, they're like, "Don't tell anyone about this." Yeah, maybe Dan <laughs> is 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 getting lynched as we speak. It could be some crazy Tasmanians setting on him. Yeah, you know, like preparing two nooses and just you know, getting <laughs> <Free chance. laughs> 
<laughs> oh, sorry. I, I don't know what I just I just pointed that out as a as a reaction of shock that you actually said that. It's uh, it, 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 it would have been way cooler to just let that comment fly under the radar, but you know, <laughs> very clever vaults. Sorry, sorry, dude. Don't, don't be apologetic. Don't be sorry about that, mate. You know. Yep. It's, it's it's years of inbreeding that's done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a not a new thing. Um, yeah, man, what well, gets cold in Tasmania? You know? <laughs> Got to share a fire every now and again. Yeah, mate. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, sometimes it's more of a hassle to get in the car and go to the neighbour's house than it is to stay home. <laughs> you never know. Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's a it's a it's a numbers thing, mate. Fuel costs money, you know, there's all that sort of stuff. Two beds cost money. Um, <laughs> two pillows cost money. All right. um, <laughs> <laughs> I did say we left out of the interview, right? Not the podcast. Oh man. <laughs> Whoa, fuck. Oh dear. Um, so, mate, I got I got to put the call out again for for intros from people. A, eh? you know, come on, oh, dudes. Don't, yeah. don't even, don't even. Honestly, don't don't try to be funny. Just, just, just send us something, man. Like it's it's cool. Like it's uh, you know, just just be like, you know, my name's Dan Costello, um, and he is too. As you, and um, and this is the Intermediate Line. Uh huh. That was another two-headed joke. You get it? Probably... Oh god, man, I'm tired. Me too. Um, no, but I do. I want to put out the call for that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, send us intros, dudes. Please. Please. Please yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. How well, man? What do you got coming up? Uh, not much, dude. Just um, just work and stuff like that. That's pretty much it. Might try and get out and go fishing. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. How about yourself? Uh nothing on a near nothing this, this week mate there's a, there's a bit on uh, over the weekend and uh, work will prevent me fishing uh, any other time so yeah right yeah. okay yeah well, it's a bit of a shame Vols. coming into coming into September it's a it's a very 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 exo- exciting time of year so um, my head spins with um in September um, September October best time of the year anything could happen yeah same here I'm sort of banking my social capital. Uh, for the good weather weekends, undoubtedly some more coming up, and um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can do something. What, are, what do you reckon about maybe doing another vlog for um, for the YouTube? Oh, I'd love to, mate. It'd be great. Yeah, be great, mate. It'd be um, be really awesome. Um, shout out to the competitors of the North Queensland Fly Fishing Tournament that when this when this show goes. Um, you may be listening to this whilst you're um, cruising the beautiful waters of the Hinchinbrook Channel. Um, and if you are, good luck to your sport. And um, so, yeah, just wanted to mention that as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good idea. Top people up there in North Queensland and particularly the author, the um, the uh, organisers of the of the, um, the fly comp up there. It's a standalone entity now. And, um, you know, those guys... They do a great job year after year running a slick event. It's um, fantastic. Hopefully, we can have a chat to some of the guys. Um, 
about that. No, this yeah, we might, might try and get a rundown as part of the podcast, yeah? Is that what you mean? Yeah, 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 because it, it's quite – I've fished it a few times, always done bad. Um, but it's quite exciting, the format of it. Uh, it is a true chest. It is a true chest. It's a true test and a challenge uh, to, to catch, you know, the, the most species. And you can't fluke that comp. You know, you got to be you got to be sharp, and you got to know the the fish. You got to have good skills, and you got to know the location, and and a healthy dose of luck on top of that, because there's so many good competitors who do tick all those boxes. So, yeah, mm. good luck, to you guys. Yes, mate, and um, and I believe the Northern Territory comp's coming up soon too. That's not far away. Yeah, that's the um, the Bino Challenge. Yeah, the the Darwin Fly Riders comp. Yeah, yeah, the salt water. They have too. They have the fresh water and the salt. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Um, well, it's not. It's not the corroboree one. That was. Um, that was earlier on in the year, right? Yeah, they normally have that in at the end of the wet, like May or something. Okay. After the runoff, yeah, so they can get out there. Yep. So it's got to be the Bino Harbour one then. I think so. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we can get someone on to talk about that comp before it happens, even. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a we, bloody good idea. Rattle the the tree and see. See who falls out, mate. Yeah, I got. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about the person, but I've got just the person in mind. Okay, good. All I'll right. do my best to um to uh to, to to talent scout that person. Yeah, look, if you're listening, person, we want to talk to you. <laughs> this is you. Yeah. I, I don't think that person is listening. To be honest, with you. I don't think they got electricity, but um, um <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure they've got a phone, and we'll work it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I think we'll probably hear the the STD dialing code in that with that person actually. You know. <laughs> <laughs> As you hear, Telstra are going to make those uh, phone booths that we used to all pay forty cents for. They're going to make them free soon, eh? Oh, really? Yeah, but there's fuck all left of them. I, I can only think about one or two in our estate. Um, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, free free, free public making... phone calls. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Yep. Huh. I remember they used to be twenty cents, eh? Twenty cents, holy shit! Yep, I used yeah. to get me, me parents to pick me up just by ring. You used to be able to ring up for a short amount of time before that it, you know, the, the money yes. click. You'd That's ring it up, and you'd get like two seconds ago. It's me, pick me up. Yep, mum, get me. You know, yep, yeah. at the beach. <laughs> so that, then you, then you, then you, the next one would be at the beach you're at. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Last one. <would> be <laughs> <laughs> so cheap when it was 20 cents but back then I can remember uh, you know having a feed of chips for yeah. like a, a dollar's worth of chips was like you'd share between three people and it'd just be, you'd be full ass you yeah. know so different times mate different times the fish were plentiful the phone calls were cheap and the chips were a good deal those were the days those were the days mate what is it now minimum chips is like five bucks or something right yeah you used to be able to buy a packet of Peter Jackson 15s for a dollar fifteen too. Really? Hard. Yeah, I can remember buying a pack of Siggies for dollar fifteen for fifteen in a packet. Wow, that's pretty. Yeah, good. didn't yeah. have any warnings on the packet then, so enough that it couldn't hurt you. <laughs> Scare you? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, so well, are you, have you signed the petition to bring back Krakenite or what? I'd sign that petition under four or five names, and, and even some of uh, some of your your Instagram identities, man. <laughs> oh, good one! Don't dare throw me under the bus with that, mate. As if I've got the time to to run 
my business pages and have the time to scam my boss and and um and have several pages yeah. you know just yeah. saying just saying there's a as a that was a uh a, a poor red herring sport <laughs> but we both know who it is yeah 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 we're coming for you yeah mm. we're not allowed to say his name anymore he gets mm. upset yep we'll flush you out dude yeah we'll get you out mate we'll make it we'll make it seen that's for sure yeah yeah all right man well let's put our detective skills to work off air and um you got a message for jet skiers or anything like that mate uh, nah, live man. long and it, prosper yeah live long and prosper mm-hmm. uh and yeah maybe maybe a make an appearance in some of those epic fail videos. I love jet ski fails. Maybe people can start sending them in and start a fucking monkey videos. Dude. Trying to freak me out. They're in purgatory. <laughs> That's wild, man. Like you think of it like little little demons, like furry demons that just scream at each other. They can probably, you know, in their own mind have got the most articulate form of communication in English, but the way their mouth, mouth works is just screaming squawks, you know, <laughs> because cool. they're in... Because they're tormented. <laughs> Little Makes sense. Yeah. Alien octopi and um, and demon monkeys. What a world we live in, eh? Yeah. All right, man. Let's fuck All off. Right. All right. Don't be scared, man. Okay? I just want to let you know there's no monkeys here right. in um, New Zealand. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah.